0: But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and
1: scrambled eggs. We're calling again. Hello and welcome to episode 78 of the Stew and Al pod with him, Stew. Meow.
2: Stu. Uh, you had Fraser on in the background there, did you?
1: I did, yeah. Hey, and Stew, stick around for more Fraser later in the episode.
2: Oh, no. If it's <laughs> anything with Martin Crane, I'm literally going to walk
1: out the room. No, I'll it you won't. Now. It, don't worry. It's not nothing to do with Martin Crane. Oh, hello. We've got a special guest. And there's oh, a cat hi. in the background. So, Stu, what you got to tell me? Anything to shine on out, all right? <clears throat> well, Al, um, I had a little thing
2: because I yeah. thought we were going to be recording this on Sunday, the 5th of November. So, I'll pretend that it's still the 5th of November now. And Al, it's the 5th of November. It is. Or as we like to call it here, uh, Bonfire Night. Yep. Yeah. Or happy guy fork day. Yeah. But speaking of bonfires, Al, there's a, a couple arrested in our village uh, the other week. Yeah. Uh, they were caught burning their sons' names onto farms. Okay. Bit weird, was not it?
0: Yeah.
2: The so picture of a big bonfire, but it spells their son's name instead. And it's yeah. just like etched in this farm. So they get carted down to the police station. The couple are like a bit nervous. There's a rookie officer there, doesn't really know what to do. And he starts like a bit of small talk. And he says, like, of all the things to spell out, why pick your son's name? And the dad says, well, we figured it was the best way to show how much we love oh, our son.
1: Oh. son. Lovely stuff. Stu, oh. um, just quickly with that, um, there's a great letter in Viz and um, that comes out every bonfire night. It was on Twitter earlier. And it said, uh, I always forget the date of November 5th. If only somebody could um, tell me something to remember but I can't remember... I don't know anything that rhymes with November. <laughs> it's such <laughs> lovely stuff. What about
2: um, November the myth? Yeah. Because it's not real, and it's
1: yeah. a myth. you got anything else, or do you want me to go? I've
2: got nothing. Okay.
1: Stu, um, as it's bonfire night tonight... Yep. <laughs> I've <laughs> got some... Bonfire of jokes for you from um from a website that was d- great dad jokes about fireworks night. Stop stealing all my material. Sorry. You ready? Yeah. How many aerospace engineers does it take to start a bonfire? Two. None. It's not rocket science. No. <laughs> um what's Guy Fawkes' favorite sport? Uh you know, bomb, I know. bombing. I don't know. Fuse ball. No <laughs> And, and hey, yeah, no, that's what I thought. Um, Stu, I shouldn't have got a bonfire tattooed on my wrist. All the my pubs won't let me in with firearms. Oh! Uh... <laughs>
2: and...
1: <laughs> hey, Stu, Michael Winslow's here to do some firework noises for you. Ready? Yeah. And now it's top three. I don't even hear anything. <laughs> How do you not? Never no mind. <laughs> now it's top three.
2: <laughs> top three. Each episode, me and Al set ourselves a top three things we like, and then we tell you the top three things that we like about whatever we like.
1: We do. And
2: then we ask uh, you lot on Twitter and Instagram what you like about the thing that we like, and your top three things about the light that we like or the things that we like. Don't get what I mean? Probably won't after that. <laughs> So Al, if we asked to sell to you, what is your
1: top three fireplaces? Oh, fireplaces. Uh oh, uh, Stu, I don't care where it is, a nice fireplace in a pub in winter. Yes, please. Yeah. And yeah. Stu, actually, that's gonna take all three, I'm afraid. Three different pubs with fireplaces. Yeah, three different pubs with fireplaces. There's a
2: really there's a really good one in Atherstone. Yeah. And they've got logs there, and they let you put the logs on the fire if you get them. It's gold in there.
1: Stu, I, I yeah. went to a pub that you were allowed to take a log. Yeah. Toilets. poo, uh, oh yeah.
2: <laughs> I did a poo in the pub yesterday.
1: Brilliant. <laughs> so, Stu, it was your choice for this top three, and you chose... Hang on. I didn't tell you my top three fireplaces. Oh, sorry. Go on. Uh Just three in a pub. <clears throat> All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Stu, it was your choice for this episode's top three, and you chose top three...
2: Fairground ride. I don't know Fairground. why. I think I was rushed into this one, wasn't I? I forgot to pick
1: uh yeah. the top three. You know what would be nice, Stu, is the song Fairground by Simply Red.
2: Well, funny you should say that. Al. That will be on at the end. Oh, now
1: that's gonna be the end. Although
2: one of our one of our listeners actually picked well,
1: or no, replied really. to that, Simply Red Fairground. Do you want me to go first on this Stu? Yeah. Uh my number three, Stu is the Dodgems <clears throat> or Bond- That's what I picked. No, no, number three. Our at number three, yeah. Uh, electrically powered cars, one to two riders. Uh, you're not supposed to bump, though. Uh, you are supposed to follow the track round and not bump into each other. Rubbish. I'll have a listen to that. Uh, apparently, it was originated in the early 1920s, and the largest is in Six Flags in Illinois, and it's 15.77 meters by 38.02 meters. I can't work yeah. out. How big that's going to be by thinking about it. So, yeah, pretty big. Your size by the, sound of it. the goddamn
0: Dodgems.
2: Uh I put it as that, down the uh, the classic ride where you are in a car either by yourself or with someone else, and you try and bash other cars while dodging out the way of any attackers.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I did a bit of uh, research on dodgeums, and I traced the origins, how these uh, these came about. So the ride was inspired by Roy Avoid. He used yeah. to run out onto busy roads all over Belgium and try to avoid getting hit by oncoming cars. His best attempt was when he avoided 80 cars in one 15-minute period during rush hour. Sadly, though, it was the drink that killed Paul Roy when he was hit by a Stellar
1: Artois truck. Oh, bless him. Bless his little cottons. Well, I'll move on to number two then, Stu. True story, Al. Uh, my number two, Stu is fun the fun house. And <laughs> no, I'm not talking about Pat Sharp and those twins. Uh fun house house, Stu. Well, Sue's <laughs> Robin's leg. Uh the, the, Stu, I, f- I found this um on um online, and this is the this is what a fun house is. Startle people with unpredictable physical circumstances in an ambience of wacky whimsicality, <laughs> which is beautiful. Line me up. Um Things in a fun house include slides, spinning discs, dis- uh, distorting mirrors, floor tricks, and revolving cylinders. So I remember there used to be and the hamster wheel. Don't forget the hamster wheel. Yeah, and they used to put saucy postcards in the, uh <laughs> like you know, like the the cartoons, and they were a bit saucy. Do you remember them? Yeah. Uh, All matron.
2: Yeah. Arrr,
1: like, matron. Put, put your cock away, John. <laughs> <laughs> that guy that of, wasn't on the phone. No. <laughs> that would be saucy.
2: I did hit the fun house out when I went to the state fair in
1: uh, in the. Summer. Oh, did you? Yeah, was
2: it good? It was good. Yeah,
1: excellent. All right, what's your number two?
2: The merry-go-round. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would describe this as a pleasant ride where you sit on a horse and it goes around in a circle, traveling up and down at moderate speed. It's like racing in the free tenant at Lingfield. But at a much slower rate. Yeah. Nice. Mm. And do you know where the where the uh, merry go round came from? Uh, Maryland. That's not a real thing. <laughs> oh, did you say Maryland? Yes. No. Uh, so this all goes back to the mid eighteen hundreds, where Mary Tweed would visit uh, sick folks on horseback, but she had to rely on hearing about her patients in the local boozer ye oldy bag of nails
1: because
2: there are no phones about anything true yeah Uh, Mary always spoke about herself in the third person as well to help with this joke so so you'd hear in the pub you'd hear in the pub like uh, you heard old Tomo sick again and Mary would say I got this, Mary go (laughs) round and she'd (laughs) go around this circular town it was built like a circle on a and, horse. Uh, that's how you got the ride, the merry-go-round.
1: Lovely stuff.
2: Like yeah. that. True story again, huh?
1: Yeah, brilliant. Uh, well, my number one, do is the Ghost Train. Can't oh, wait. well,
2: I've gone for uh, something uh,
1: similar. Um, so it's a spooky ride, um, and I couldn't find information about how it started, but Blackpool's uh, Ghost Train opened in 1930. Uh uh, Apparently, well, st- st- once I went on a a, a a ghost train, it was really bad. And at the very end, some bloke who wasn't even dressed up just went boom like that. <laughs> just, <laughs> we just laughed at it. They him. did that at Abbey Park once. Yeah. <laughs> just someone tapped me on the shoulder. <laughs> uh, I've got a good statistic, those two 32% of people soil themselves on this ride every year. Is that queuing up to get on or just on the road? Uh, it, It's It's all inclusive. So as soon as you start queuing to when you get off the ride, 32% of people will soil themselves. Fair enough.
2: Has nice. anyone out there soiled themselves on the ghost train? Write in, let us know. We'll keep yeah, it that's... anonymous, of course. I bet Gavin has.
1: More than likely. Go on,
2: and give us your number one. Uh, the Haunted House. Oh! A spooky and dark-themed ride for those who enjoy a real fright. <laughs> Good for jump scares, and the uh, the best ones are where live actors are used as well, like the bloke who says, boo. Yeah. <laughs> the origins, Al. Yeah. So the yeah. ride can be traced back to the early 20th century. Uh, but what got this ride noticed by everyone was the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland, which opened in 1969. Yes, I've been on that. The House of Mouse found a disused mansion and kept any disgruntled Disney employees there until they died. They then charge customers to enter the house and get spooked by the ghosts of the former employees. Disney even had the cheek to release a film about it this year.
1: Typical. Wow. <clears throat> so that's our top three, Stu. What's the uh, what's the listeners said?
2: Right, well, we'll we'll start with the American contingent. They've got rides that
1: I had to look up, as you can imagine.
2: So Alyssa went with Tilt a Whirl, Yep, go karts, and the Zipper. Yep. Uh, She did say that she doesn't like the zipper anymore because someone fell out of it over there. Oh, well, now. Uh, She's not gone on that since. Fair
0: enough. (laughs) Okay.
2: He's gone for the big, you know, that slide thing that goes like that, we have to go in a sack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that. Um, Roundup. Yep. That's the one where you're, you're stuck around, on going around. Back. Yeah. I went on that in the State Fair and Yeah. And Tilt a Whirl again. Tilt a Whirl. Like, like, it's like a Ferris wheel with a cart rock. Yeah. Right. We'll go back to England now. Richie B. Dodgums, Pirate Ship, Haunted House. Yeah. Keith, The Walters, Suggy Boats, and The Carousel. Okay. Wolfie, we'll Wolf save for last. Yeah. Um Haley picked the fairground by Simply Red uh, music right. video for a start. Then she also put Ghost Train Dodgerums in the Funhouse. Mm-hmm. Fun House. Uh Laura. Crazy Cage, Helter Skelter, Dangling Chair Spinny Thing.
1: Oh yeah, I know that one, yeah. Uh the Cullum, Colours. Colours. Dodgums,
2: Waltz's, Hooker Duck.
1: Oh yeah. Not technically a ride, but fair enough. He
2: can outside the box, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Saw that a lot yesterday's match.
1: Yep. <laughs>
2: uh, his regular gab. His regular gab. He talks a load of old shite. He does. Uh, the dodgems, the Bearded yep. Lady Yeah. and Ghost Train. Okay. Yep. I called the Bearded Lady kissogram a Cosby Institution. And then <laughs> I had to clarify that not Bill Cosby, Cosby yeah. and left this year. Yes. And he did think I meant Bill Cosby for a start as well. So. <laughs> and the new guy out at 2Crow48, A. Case is back on the scene again. Oh, yeah. With the Scrambler, the yep. Giant Slide with the sack, that one. Yep. And the Carousel. Uh, we've got to go to Twitter for two people this week, Al. Oh, okay. None from uh, uh, um, Keser G90. Well, this is why we're going to Twitter now. The oh. Keza G's one. So she's asked me to ask you about something here. Right. So she's picked carousel. Yep. Ghost Train. Yep. And at number two, I don't know what they're called, but Alex will tell you because I made him sit next to me on this ride and he felt sick.
1: Yes. Yeah, uh, it was when we um we went to Blackpool, no, not Blackpool, we went to Skegnet or, or around there to Did Fantasy it? Island or whatever. And um yeah. it was it was kind of like the it, it sort of spanned round, but you had to sit next to someone. I don't know what it was called, but yeah, I, I during the ride, I was thinking, Where can I be sick? Because I felt like I was going to be sick, and I wasn't, but um, yeah, I was planning it. It was good though, it just made me feel sick.
2: I went on a pirate ship with my mum when I was a kid on holiday, and yeah. uh, I felt sick on that. My mouth kept doing this. Oh, you know, when you get that, yeah. yeah. So. I can't talk. Uh, and we go to Twitter for the the usual reason.
1: Yeah.
2: Wolfie. Wolfie's put the following: twirly whirly ride, up the down and around ride, <laughs> chili knacker cracker ride, knacker
1: cracker ride.
0: Is that chili, one actually well, knackers?
2: Silly. <laughs> I just put you're not having any of them. Why the fuck not, mate? That's my favorite rides down at Willie Winker's Fair. (laughs) (laughs) I thought not real rides and not a real fair. Weirdo. (laughs) Mate, you ain't not know what ain't not a real fair. Come down by next Tuesday and you'll see Willie Winker, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely won't be doing that. Wado, ain't you scared of (laughs) someone? Ain't you scared of someone? I told him to go and play on the train tracks. Ain't going to me. Don't know what a train track is or no. <laughs> don't go away. Think you're harder than that. Come down my way, mate. You ain't not, never not ain't seen out like it, mate. <laughs> told him I'm outside now, mate. Dickhead, my house ain't got an outside. I asked how.
1: <laughs> and then he just put the Rio's in the don't so, like, no. We never found out. My house ain't got (laughs) an outside.
2: Wolfie, tell us how you've not got an outside, please.
1: (laughs) Lovely stuff. Right. Well, on the next episode, then, for my top three. Now, I don't think we've done this, Stu. Um, So on the next episode, I'd like your top three podcasts. Uh, I know I'm putting
2: it it, number one.
1: (laughs) Now, me and you can't pick our podcast. I wasn't going to. But others can pick it Wink. If, the, if, wink. if, if people no pick one it,
2: picks it, we ain't doing this anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't say that. No one on pick God, it I won't
2: do it now. <laughs> so yeah. Someone so has answer. to pick it. If someone doesn't pick it, I'll be very upset.
1: Yeah. Someone pick it. Frank pick That's, it. This is
2: yeah, no, I'm relying on Frank here.
1: <laughs> um so yes, yeah, so on the next episode, we would like your top three podcasts. Hey, you can this get is podcasts. a good way
2: for everyone to plug their podcast Yeah. You know about it.
1: Uh, you can't it? pick your own podcast if you've got one. Oh, <laughs> you boom. can get in contact. We are still in our pod at gmail.com or at still an our pod on Instagram and Twitter. So that was top three, and now it's time for the naughty corner. We can discuss our favourite songs and films. In the naughty corner. Ooh. Yeah. On each episode. Stu and I are going through the noughties, telling you our favourite single and film from each year. But we're also asking you for that as well. On this episode, it is your favourite single from the year 2007. But on the last show, we put a poll out for your favourite film from 2007. I was on a two-match winning streak, but I'm pretty sure I lost it here. So, Stu, what are the results from the last episode? 100 votes. Oh, nice.
2: In last place was Zodiac, 6%. Yeah. This is where it gets ridiculous. Third place was There Will Be Blood, my choice, 14%. Second place, Rise of the Foot Soldier, 29%. How the fuck are people voting for Rise of the Foot Soldier of <laughs> There Will Be Blood? Oh,
1: no. <laughs> Second, I'm happy with that.
2: And Hot was nearly half, 51%. Uh, yeah,
1: no surprise. Brilliant. How well, did I... that beat that? That's ridiculous. <laughs> Okay, so on this episode, we wanted your favourite single from the year two thousand and seven. Go on, Stu, tell us yours.
2: Alex, I've gone for a country and western song. Oh God, yeah, it's called uh, "Famous in a Small Town" by Miranda
1: Lambert.
0: I'm famous in a small town for my hat, and
1: my gun, and my bottle of Budweiser, baby. Is it gonna like that? Nope. <laughs> This is why I
2: keep picking country songs now. By the way, yeah, so I can sing them. <laughs> Good songs, check it out. Right. Uh, this was released April the second, two thousand and seven, on the Columbia Nashville label. Taken yep. from the album Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Good track on there. Um, my honorable mention we mentioned in a minute.
1: Okay, well, mine is uh, Foundations by Kate Nash. See that um, my track's better than your track this week. It's It's number two in the UK singles chart in August 2007. 435,000 copies were sold in the UK, and it was that year's biggest-selling single in the UK, Stu. That's pretty good, isn't it?
2: Well, Famous in a Small Town sold half a million.
1: Well, yeah, but that's in America. This sold almost half a million in the UK. Smaller. She sold more, though, you know. Yeah, but she was talking about cowboy boots and doing the si do. <laughs> <laughs> so there's two, the, there's our choices. <laughs> what have the listeners said?
2: <laughs> I hope someone's picked oh my honourable mention I was brainstormed by the Arctic Monkeys. Oh yeah, good song. I hope someone's picked Dosey Doe. Uh Keith, we have to go back to Twitter again here, huh? Yeah. He wrote quite a bit about it. Uh he's picked Shine by Take That yeah, he belted out for four months while in the gym in the Falkland Islands, and it's the fittest he's ever been. As you can see from the image, there's not much else to do down there. And there he is flying over the Falkland Islands. Yeah, oh, nice. Good song, though, isn't it? Shine. Right yeah, it's a good song. Uh, Wolfie will go back to Twitter in a minute. Kevin's G's picked Who Knew by Pink. Yep. Frank picked how to save a life by the free. Yep. He's like Bren. I think him and Bren would get on like a house on fire. Yeah. Could just talk to each other about how emo they are. Yeah. <laughs> Forever and ever. Amen. Oh, man. Frank and Bren add each other on Twitter. Get get the chat going. Yeah. Uh, A-Case is back again. Yep. Why does A-Case. That's like free on the top for him. I'm doing
0: all right, isn't it? He is a good lad, he is, yeah?
2: Uh, I Don't Want to Stop by Ozzy Osbourne.
0: Yeah. Oh, the board! <laughs> Give me that back! <laughs>
2: uh, regular Gav's gone for Smokers Outside the Hospital Door by Editors. Yeah, that's a good song. And <laughs> Wolfie. Yeah. Take that, rule the fucking world, mate. Easy as it was written about, man, you, as they rule the world. Yeah. That's not what the song is called, and it's definitely not about Manu. Podcaster Podcast is shit, mate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Came in early.
2: Don't listen to it, then. Fuck not mate. <laughs> Good. And then the Rios there. That
1: was it. He oh, must have been yeah. a bit tired yeah. or upset or something there. Huh? Yeah. Well, I think Shine has got to go in there. They take that song. Don't you think? And that's put in How to Save a Life by The Fray. you happy with that? So a poll will go up on Twitter uh, in the next week. And also on the next episode, we would like your favourite film from the year 2008, please. You can get in contact again, stillanourpod at gmail.com or at stillanourpod in on Instagram and Twitter. There we go. I win that.
2: You know, that's the best out of the four songs there.
1: You bollocks, you'll come last, like always.
2: Still to come, it's Futurama versus Family Guy and you're the one that I want. Have you revised?
1: No. <laughs> at all. Very little.
2: I've not even looked, I forgot. Al
1: you continues should, you is should, ruining... Stu, the questions I've given you, you should get at least two. Alright. Okay.
2: Al continues his running ruining classic sitcoms with another trip to London down the Baganales. <laughs> Find out how a town in New Zealand are using Serene Dion songs as weapons. What? <gasps> Might read on hand with two more tips on how to improve your life. But for now, here's Al with an ad. For
0: subpar comedy and poor impressions, it's time for Al's Ad. Used fireworks, old sausages, retired prostitutes. If you have any of these things hanging around the house, then send them to me, Barry. <laughs> we hear Barry's would like your old bangers... Bangers and bangers for purposes you don't need to know about. For every old banger you send, I'll send you a shiny new penny. But don't take my word for it. Here is a very, very satisfied customer.
1: Please be him. Please be him.
0: I had seven retired (laughs) prostitutes, the casing for a Rocket 3000 (laughs) firework, and some Lincolnshire sausages past their use by date in my loft. I sent them to Barry and used the pennies to buy cider instead of the flowers I planned to buy to beg the wife to come home. Thanks, Barry. That's Barry's bangers, bangers and bangers. Call today. Don't delay. (laughs) And now it's time for the news.
1: On each episode, Stu gives us some news stories, some weather, some sports sometimes, Dr. Doris, sometimes Arnie. (laughs) You know what? Whatever he bloody likes. So here we go, Stu. Here are your headlines.
2: Thanks, Al. Gunpowder plot accused found not guilty. Guy walks. Oh, lovely. (laughs) November the 5th, the best day to keep warm. I guess fireworks. Oh, good. Good. And fruit replaces biscuits in the number one comfort food. Yes, orange is the new snack.
1: Oh, these are good, these. <laughs>
2: but first, it always takes me ages to think of them. But first, would you stay in Britain's most haunted house? What? Would you? Would you?
1: Would you, though? Would you? No, probably not.
2: No. Oh. well, now you can.
1: Oh, brilliant. Well, I will. It only you know.
2: costs you £75 a night. Come on, yeah, now. it's like forty quid each for the five pound tip.
1: Yeah, true. All right,
2: we we'll do it. We might be able yeah, to good. record there and all. Yeah, we could, couldn't we? It's in Pontefract, West Yorkshire. Okay. Hmm. Um, you know what? We'll talk about it later. All right. The house can be found in Pontefract, and it's thought to have uh, be home to Europe's most violent poltergeist. Yeah, does that as well. Got to mention that. Oh yeah. Strange goings on began in 1966 where Gene and Joe Pritchard moved into the three bed house with their two kids. They experienced years of weird goings on with photos being damaged or slashed, if you will. Yeah. Lights turning on and off on their own. Could be just dodgy electricity there. You don't know. Could be. Dodgy wiring. And green foam randomly appearing on countertops. Can't explain that one. Things then turn violent with planks. Uh, being thrown about, and uh, plants as well. Everything. Ob- everyday objects just getting thrown around the aisle.
1: Mm.
2: Family being slapped, pushed downstairs. that would be too much for them. The, faust- the house also features in the setting for the horror film when the lights went out. Seen it? Nope. Neither I. <laughs> Never it just- no. Neither have I. Never mind No, neither have I. I kind of want to watch it now, though. The filmmaker bought the house after making the film in 2012, and since then, hundreds of people have been spending the night there. So, he made the film, bought the house, and then started charging people an Airbnb 75 pounds a night. Fair enough. It's a good idea if your film didn't do very yeah. well at the same time, mate. Yep. Uh, the haunting is said to be caused uh, by the spirit of a Tudor monk uh, who is buried under the house where it was built. Yep. Mmm. Yeah. Speaking of monks, though, yep. If you see any monks going door to door selling uh, flowers in your neighborhood, call the police immediately, because only you can prevent florist friars.
1: Oh, good.
2: <laughs> I always wanted to be one of them Gregorian monks, uh, but I never got the chance.
1: Hmm.
2: <laughs> Why? <laughs> Gregorian chanting. <sir. laughs> Stay along, be an old sport. <laughs> moving on isn't it annoying when the poster worker keeps your parcel in an unexpected place and you have to go and find it left yeah. it over the garden shed left it under the porch left it in your shitter outside <laughs> well one woman in Australia was left really annoyed as she had to search over 800 acres for her item <laughs> the item was left sitting on a random tree in the in the outback property but there were several hundred trees just like it. So, on the like, uh, there was a notification on the phone, no picture or anything, just left yeah. it on tree. Brilliant. Good you on had him. To, like, search the whole of the fucking outback to find it. In the end, uh, Australian Post left it on a stump, nowhere near the house at all. Heidi, the house owner in Queensland, finally found it by sheer look and voiced frustration on TikTok. Speaking of the postal service, I didn't put what she put. She was pissed off. She said the F word a lot.
1: All right, fair enough. But speaking well, actually, of the
2: postal service, Al, speaking of the postal service, yeah. everyone knows the postal code for Beverly Hills is 90210. Yeah. did you know the postal code for Dawson's Creek is 90108?
0: 90108, <laughs> my life to <could> be over. <laughs> That's
1: very good.
2: I did have another postal service joke for you, but I'll deliver that one on another FSA. Lovely. Uh, a logic puzzle for school children went viral this week after two people on tons of people on social media tried to figure out the following puzzle. You yep. ready, Al? Yep. Albert and Bernard become friends with Cheryl and they want to know when her birthday is. Cheryl gives them a list of 10 possible dates May 15th, May 16th, May 19th, June 17th, June 18th, July 14th, July 16th, August 14th, August 15th, August 17th. Cheryl tells Albert, Only the month, and Bernard only the day. Between them, they have the answer, but they're not allowed to tell each other what they know. Albert says, I don't know when Cheryl's birthday is, but I know Bernard doesn't know either. Bernard says, at first I don't know when Cheryl's birthday is, but now I know. Albert says, then I also know when Cheryl's birthday is. So when is Cheryl's birthday?
1: April, no, not April, August 17th. No. What was it?
2: First person to tell us the correct answer gets surprised. All right, fair enough. Speaking of riddles, Al, what has four letters, sometimes has nine letters, but never has five
1: letters? Uh, it's the words you've just said.
2: Yes. Sort of <laughs>
1: <know>. <laughs> I saw that on Twitter earlier this week as well. Ow. Okay.
2: <laughs> a small town in New Zealand is currently the location of a bizarre battle involving Celine Dion songs. According to local media, people drive up to a certain spot in the city—that's a bit tricky to say—and blast out Celine Dion songs as, unlike siren-type speakers, as loud as possible. The city mayor Anita Barker said it's a headache. They love playing Celine Dion, and uh, it's been going on for months now. One resident said, "I like Celine Dion records, but in the comfort of my not in the comfort of my own home." blaring them out at 2 a.m. So they're just trying to outdo each other, basically. They they're seeing really who can like go the loudest and yeah. the longest. And then that's what they do in that town. Weird. Weird. Speaking of Celine Dion Al. Yep. Uh, fans of Celine Dion attended a viewing of a calm plate of mustard this, last week. Yeah. They realized their mistake when they misheard Serene Dijon. <laughs>
1: You're you're well happy with that joke, aren't you?
2: (laughs) Health of of Dr. Doris. Speaking of mustard, lads. A patient came in saying I've got mustard in my eyes and I can't see. I said, any other symptoms? They said, no. I have the strangest feeling this has happened before. I said, is it French mustard? They said, yeah, why? Well, Dijon view. (laughs) Oh, brilliant. (laughs) Speaking of Dijon. A yeah. cheese factory in Dijon, France, exploded yesterday. Nobody was injured, but there was debris everywhere. Oh, lovely. Knitting with Mr. T. Yeah. So, Mr. T, have you got any wool? Yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir. Three bags, fool. love <laughs> lovely.
2: <laughs> in sport. In sport, The Rock beat Triple H on April the 30th for Backlash to win his fourth WWF championship. He then, lo- he then lost the boat to paper. Well, he should have picked <laughs> scissors then, shouldn't he? <laughs> and the weather will be irritating. Oh,
1: yeah. Hey, did it with four minutes to spare. Brilliant. Cheers, Stu. Um, now that was in the news, and now it's time for You're the One That I Want. Hi. You're the one that I want. The quiz show that is taking the world by storm. We are on the letter F at the moment. If you don't know what they, uh, what happens in this, is we choose our own topics, going through the alphabet, and then the other person has to find five questions and a tiebreaker on Wikipedia. Stu, on this episode, uh, I chose Family Guy and you chose... Futurama. Excellent. Stu, so do, uh, do you want to ask me questions first? No. Okay, fair enough. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, You should get three by just watching the TV show. (laughs) It's
2: been a while since I've seen it, to be honest. Uh,
1: Question one. What is the date Fry is revived? The exact date, please. December 31st, 29.99. Correct. Uh, Question two. Who voices Leela? Uh, Katie Sagal. Correct. Question three. How many episodes are there? 150. Correct. Question four, when was it first aired? The date, please. March 28th, 1999. Correct. And finally, what is Fry's full name? Philip J. Fry. Correct. Five out of five. Well done. <laughs> Here's where I get zero because I haven't looked at it. I, I read that air date
2: on that seven
1: minute gap we've just done. Oh, did you? Oh, I was editing. <laughs> <laughs> Go on then. Give us a.
2: if you watch Family Guys, you should get some of these. Hmm. Although yeah probably not question one uh the show was developed by david zuckerman and
1: who don't know
2: come oh, on the main guy
1: matt graynan don't know then matt graynan that's the only one i've got seth oh yeah <laughs> what well, i'm thinking about future i even I'm...
2: switched that around the question <laughs> originally was was developed by seth mcfarlane and who and i'm thinking about futurama i know you did oh well who was the voice of Meg before My Kunis' Don't know. Lacey Chabert. She was a mean girl. Oh, yeah. Okay. What's the name of the pilot episode? Pilot Has
1: Landed. Death Has a Shadow. All right. Yeah. But but again, I think the Pilot Has Landed is the um, first episode of Futurama. Uh, it's pilot 3000 or something. All right. Family Guy
2: debuted after which Super Bowl on Fox?
1: Oh, 33. Yeah. I knew that because it was XXX111.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um. Bonus point, if you can tell me the two teams playing.
1: The Denver Broncos and yeah. the Seattle Seahawks.
2: Oh, the Atlanta Falcons.
1: Oh. So I got one.
2: Uh, no, you got another question, yeah?
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah, Go on then. Uh, Chance for another bonus point, if you tell me the score of that Super Bowl. 27-28.
2: 34.19. Yeah. Oh.
1: Your question. Uh, family guy,
2: Family Guy is set in which fictional city?
1: Cohog. Yeah. Yeah. Two. Well, it's now. Two. You got two. Three all. Stu. Uh, do you want your tiebreaker? I got him. Uh, how many Emmys did Futurama win?
2: Six. Yes. Well done. Uh, yours was the the name of the composer of
1: the theme music. Danny Elfman. Walter Murphy. Do you not fucking read the Wikipedia? It's all at the top. <laughs> no, I didn't read all of that. this is I at the top. I didn't look at it. Um, Stu, on the next episode, we are on the letter G. Uh, I would like gorillas for mine, please. Not the, the, the band. band. No, I uh, want the animal. The animal? Yeah, please. All right. I've picked the Garibaldi biscuit, L. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> lovely stuff. <laughs>
2: It has a Wikipedia page
1: as well. Yeah. And to be honest, I'm excited about reading about that. I picked yeah. like <laughs> I picked gorillas because I thought it might be quite interesting to learn facts about them. Right. Okay. Well there we go, Stu. That was uh, it's now three all. So on the next episode, if you'd like to play yeah. along, Stu will be re- revising Garibaldi biscuits <laughs> and I will be revising gorillas. I'll probably yeah. be eating them as well. Yeah, you gotta be eating them as you play it. So that was you're the one that I want. And now it's time for Tails Down of Bag Rabbit, 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 rabbit,
2: rabbit, Me and Al take it in turns, to knit down to London. London. we go to the continent's no, the world's finest pub. The bag Best pub in the world.
1: Yeah. Uh this week Al went down to uh the bag I did. How get on? Well, Stu, I met, I met the editor of the new series of Frasier, the reboot. Um, now, Stu, I don't know if you've seen the new series at all. Not yet, no. No, um, well, it originally, uh, David Hyde Pierce, who plays uh, Niles, was going to be in it, and he actually recorded the very first scene of the new episode, but he wasn't happy with the direction that it went in. Um, and you'll find out when I play the clip, so Stu, um, buckle in for this one. It's a good one.
0: the tape.
2: click
1: Stu, Stu, just before we start, I think my Fraser impression isn't bad. Well, Niles, I believe that was a fitting send off for uh for dear old dad. So it's after Marty's see he's not gonna be in it It's after his funeral. Yes, I've never seen so many beer steins and corn nuts. And it's like the can laughter, you know. Pretty good, pretty good. Well, with Dad gone, we can finally do that thing we've always wanted to do without his judgment.
0: (laughs) You mean we
1: can listen to Mozart without him singing over the top? No, Niles, the other thing. Oh, you mean we can discuss Descartes without him referring to to Bob Hope jokes? Niles, the other thing. Oh, you mean... Yes, Niles... We can finally have sex with each other. You're just fucking weird. Finally. When? I'd say right now, but Eddie is watching us. Remember who Eddie is, Steve? The dog. Yep. Yeah. Who died. Darn. Darn. Unless, of course, we drown Eddie in the river. Fraser. Niles, do you want to have sex with me or not? Okay, Fraser, I'll get the, I'll get the bricks. You get the sack. Wait, who's that over there? Why, it's my old English friend Rodney Trotter. <laughs> Rodney, how goes it? Cosmic. And then it sort of ends too. So it's like they introduce Rodney Trotter into it. Um, I think that's the character that Nicholas Lind- Lindhurst plays. I think it's still Rodney Trotter. Um, yeah. But yeah, Niles wasn't happy. Do you know? Can you guess why he wasn't happy? Because
2: uh, Rodney's there, I guess. Is
1: it? Yeah, that was the reason. That was the only reason he didn't want to do it, Stu. He was quite happy with the sex with Fraser uh, and the. Fraser. It's Fraser. Fraser, sorry. An eye in it. Fraser. And he was quite happy with the drowning of the dog <laughs> in the lake. So, Did you like that, Stu? Nope. Yeah, well, it's a good job. It didn't get aired then, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, Stu will be down, down there, Bag of Nails next episode. Thank God. Thank God. Don't worry, listeners. We're back to normal next week. But now it's time for Mike Reed's top tips. On each episode, Stu finds a cassette tape with a couple of tips from Mike Reed on it. Stu, you got that cassette?
0: Yes, yeah, right, yeah. Oh, cheers, thanks. And click. How you doing, lads? Mike here. A couple more tips to get you through life. How you doing, you all right?
1: Not so bad, Mike. Can't hear you, mate. Oh, never gets old. <laughs>
0: Yeah, shut twat. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, a couple of tips for you, yeah? You ready, Al? Yes. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Graffiti artist, don't forget to take a can of Tippex in case you go wrong.
1: <laughs> Very good.
0: <laughs> Want, to f- <laughs> Want to feel like a celebrity? Just look at your reflection in a spoon, you know, and you'll look like Ant Rick Partlin from Ant and Deck.
1: <laughs> oh, brilliant! That's all that's... I've got. <laughs> Cheers, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> so, that's the end of the episode. But before we go, let's get the uh, the uh, stuff oh, out. Of just life. had an email now. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll come to that in a second. Uh, first of all, on our next top three, we would like your top three podcasts. And in our Naughties corner, we'd like your favourite single from the year 2008. And if you'd like to play along with You're the One That I Want, we'll be uh, doing questions on gorillas, The Animal, and uh, Garibaldi Biscuit. But, Stu, you said you'd out, probably... right. Just say a oh, family... Oh, sorry. One oh, thing, sorry. I've got to give out the email. We are at Stu and Alpod on Instagram and Twitter or Stuart Alpod at gmail.com. Carry on, Stu. Sorry.
2: Just saying, um, imagine like a family, like... Guys, but like the, the dad of the family comes in here. Guys, guess what? I've just found this um, podcast, never heard it before, but they've got a yeah. quiz. Yeah. About, yeah. Uh, Futurama and Family Guys. Should we take part? Because we all love yeah. that show. And they all do it. Yeah. And then we're like, I wonder what else is on here. And then they <laughs> listen to that fucking sketch about Niles and Frazier.
1: <laughs> just imagine <laughs> their faces I, dropping. He says that he found it, like that he's got the original. Um, opening episode of the new series and we love the new series guys come on gather around we, we love Frazier as well we used to love watching on channel four there's all gather around get grandma here as
2: well get grandma <laughs> now kids,
1: Niles. now kids i know that you should be in bed by now but i'll let you stay up you know for this episode father
2: do you think we'll find out what those toss salads and scrambled eggs were
1: <laughs> well we can only hope son Let's well tune in. i think we did find out <laughs>
2: A family died of shame last week after listening to the (laughs) Stu and Al pod. The grandma was found like
0: this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We got an email, Stu. I have, yeah, just come in. Weird how it it arrives at the same point every week. So strange. Dear Stu and Al, I recently found that if you wear a golf visor between your nose and your top lip, you can keep your cigarettes dry in the shower. Oh, lovely. do any of you or your listeners have any clever inventions? P.S. Shaking Stevens, One Light Only, Rochdale, The Hat and Trumpet, 7pm this Friday. You boys in, Cynthia from Rochdale.
1: Of course we're in, Stu, aren't we? Never been to yeah. Rochdale before, so I'm looking forward to it. Thank you for that. Hey, uh, I think <laughs> it's near Pontifract so we can stay in that haunted house. Oh, yeah, we'll stay there. That'll be all right. Uh Any useful inventions? Uh Well, I've created, Stu, I've invented the third arm. Um I've just oh. got to find out how you sort of make a third arm, grow one on your body, but, you know, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Where would you put your third arm? Coming out of the arse.
2: <laughs> I'd have it right, attached to the knee.
1: Yeah, that's a good choice, yeah.
2: Then you only have to wear shorts,
1: though. Like. Yeah, of course, yeah. But yeah, brilliant. Thank you. Stu, to finish with, I was listening to an old episode and you said about a quiz coming back. So it is coming back and it's coming back now. It's the partial synopsis quiz that you quite enjoyed where I read every other word of a synopsis. Oh, yeah, I like that one. Now, before Stu, I did films. This time I've done TV shows. So I've got five for you. Are you ready? Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh sorry.
1: Uh, first one. Follows personal professional at twenty thirty old living the borough new city. What's that? Uh, sorry, slow slow
2: down, slow down. Do uh, it again.
1: Follows personal professional of twenty thirty old living the borough new city. So what's that? The uh, partial synopsis of do you think? Sex and the city. No, it was Friends. And How I mean? should it have sounded? Uh, I don't know. follows the prefer- personal and professional life of 20 to 30-year-olds living in the borough of New York City or something. Right. Uh, next one, Stu. Dr. Crane, back his of Where Lives, his and as radio. Frazier. Yeah, we gave it away a little bit there, didn't it, with Dr. Crane. Right. If I hadn't put Dr. Crane, it'd be... It was Doctor Fraser Crane. So, (laughs) anyway, next one, Stu. That two from Rough Estate. They and through number dodgy and four four big. That'll them. (laughs) (laughs) Good, isn't it? You say four four. Yeah, four four. Got any clue? They're behaving badly. No, that was only fools and horses. Next one, Stu. Uh, number four, a housewife determined climb social in of family's class and constant of long husband
2: <laughs> madmen.
1: No, that was uh, keeping up appearances. I oh, okay. thought you would have got it with a long husband. <laughs>
0: Richard, you're <so> long.
1: <laughs> Richard, um, and the final ones to young compete several tasks. Must the firings order become business of the most businessman? That will be you fired the apprentice. You fired. <laughs> yes, you're correct. Well done. Well, there we go, Stu. There's episode seventy-eight, is it? Yeah. Seventy-eight complete. Romeo
0: done.
1: <laughs> Niles, get not back me. here. Yeah. Have sex with me. So can you do a phrase your impression?
2: Um, What the actual Frasier Or someone yeah. in the
1: show No frazier
0: Toss salads and scrambled eggs
1: No not really
0: My god Niles why are you tossing my salad
1: Niles where are the scrambled eggs <laughs> Niles let me have a good feel of your scrambled eggs <laughs> Niles have you been tossing the salad again Niles Daphne said you tossed in her salad again. (laughs) Niles,
2: stop scrambling salads and tossing on
0: eggs. (laughs) Niles, come and hold my eggs while I toss into this salad. (laughs) Say goodbye, Al. (laughs) Bye. Hey baby, I hear the blues
1: are calling toss salads and scrambled eggs Quite stylish
0: And maybe I seem a bit confused Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged Ha,
2: ha, ha, ha But I don't know what to do with those toss
0: salads and scrambled eggs